-hmm. If you don't know what's there or if you don't know how to manage, you're not going to do well in managing the finances in your business. You just Mm -hmm. aren't. Mm -hmm. You're going to take those same bad habits from your personal finances into your business. Our guest today is Miss Money Chat herself, Dorothea Kelly, award-winning financial expert, personal finance and business coach. And we're having a conversation about being your CFO, why your mindset and personal finances are key to succeeding in entrepreneurship. Join us for a great episode. Welcome to Wealth and Wisdom Together with Weslia and Willa. This is the podcast that empowers you to unleash your steward identity, transform your money mindset, and engage the habits to manage money confidently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally. So sit back and relax as we dig deeper into wealth and wisdom together. Welcome, family. Today, we have a very special guest with us. She is a financial expert and business coach. Dorothea Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Welcome. Welcome, Dorothea. sister. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much. So good to be here with y'all. Well, I just want to tell people just how great you are. She's a nationally recognized and award-winning financial expert and coach. She specializes in helping ordinary people conquer those worst fears on the way to becoming debt-free and financially independent. She's a personal finance and business coach. She's an author and she's the CEO of Hashtag Money Chat. She's also the founder and CEO of Work, Space, and Spark, a career growth community, corporate gifting, and subscription box organization. Thank y'all so much. I'm so happy to be here with my sisters. I'm so (laughs) glad you are here. Will and I were just talking. We go way back, like way back. I told her, I remembered our, it was our very first event where we had a vendor table and we met you. It was at NBC Suites. I can't even remember the event or who was hosting. And (laughs) we met you and we had conversation and you were dropping nuggets from the very first time that we met you. And you were like, you know what? Okay, I know you're just getting started, but this is what you do. (laughs) You're like, this is what you do. And this is the conference you need to attend. And then when you go to this conference, then make sure that you do this. this, this." And we were just like, wow. (laughs) I know. Sometimes I can't help myself. I know, I know. And then every time we we've engaged and we've met you, we've done projects together with the Money Smart Week. We've done several things together. Again, always a breath of fresh air, a light and always, always willing to share your wisdom. And so we're so glad to finally have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. I feel the same about you all. I'm telling you, it's all love. (laughs) (laughs) All love. We truly appreciate it, but we want everybody to know a little bit more about you. So, so I became a financial coach. A lot of our uh, businesses are born out of our own past, things that are going on in our lives. And I was a single mother who was tired of being broke. I was a young single mother. I All had right. children at an early age and I did not want the fact that I was, I 
that my children were not in, the, in a two parent household because you, as you well know, there's a stigma still even even now on single parents, that. moms and dads. Yeah, and it says if you aren't able to provide for your children because they aren't in a two parent household. So I had to accelerate everything that I did financially and in life and career because I didn't want my children, my girls to feel like they were deprived or be deprived, period. So that's my story. I started learning how to manage my own money. I started teaching myself. I was on websites doing all the things. And as I started learning, I was like, oh, I got to tell everybody about this. My whole <laughs> circle right. was broke. Like, what you know, <laughs> we are all in the same boat so let's get this together and i that's how the business was born i started off financial coaching first and mm. then it wasn't until twitter came around that money chat was born because i had a online twitter chat every yes. month money money chat mondays yes <laughs> monday we followed it <laughs> yeah yeah i did that and then we began to take the um online conversation offline with mm -hmm. live events around mm -hmm. the community and the book. So that was the first time I published the first the first version of the book in 2014. Hmm. Wow. That is I, I love how you just like you said, you're going to remove the stigma. You're going to remove yes. and, and learn everything that you can. And in that journey, you were able to now help others. And I think that is yeah, so yeah. important. That is so powerful. We all have had that point where we said enough is enough. I know there's more mm -hmm. than paycheck to paycheck. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know there's more. So you recently updated and revised the Money Chat. So Money Chat yes. came out in 2014. And one of the strengths of Money Chat is your emphasis on mindset and behavior yes. when managing yes. money. Yes. You yes. like us um, because you encourage your readers to examine their attitudes and beliefs about money mm -hmm. and you offer mm -hmm. strategies for them. Yes. For changing them. So what are some of your strategies that you use to help people examine their attitudes and beliefs about money? You know, I, I, I take them through exactly what I had to do for myself. That's why it's called money chat. Because what you say and what you do is so closely aligned. Absolutely. So, I, so my first vision board before vision boards were popular and all the things was a wall in my bedroom and it was full of sticky notes and cut out pictures. Mm -hmm. That is one of the first exercises I suggest people do. Now we've got fancy boards and all the things. Right. However you want to do it or even a vision book. Where mm -hmm. you're putting, I love the book idea, where you're putting pictures in and you can flip through, you can take that with you. Be that's something you can carry with you anywhere you go. Mm -hmm. So that's the first exercise is what do you see for yourself? Mm -hmm. What do you want out of life? Like, what does this look like? Do you believe that it can happen for you? Mm. I remember when I began this journey, um, like I said, I didn't know anybody else talking about getting out of debt or paying off debt or uh, living financially free. And when I would talk about it, people would say, oh, well, you know, that's not even really possible. Everybody has bills. Right. You always going to so, have debt. Right. <laughs> you always going to have debt. Right. And I was like, mm, you don't mm -hmm. have to. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I did. I did my college, uh, my my master's degree dissertation on being debt free. Mm -hmm. And okay. even the teacher thought I was silly. And it, I, but I come at the end when we had to present our dissertation, I converted him. And then by me doing that, other people in the class said, oh, yeah, I'm debt free. I do this. So it, it just opened up a whole conversation and dialogue so people could know and see others who were just everyday people 
who were living either low debt or had paid off debt or had achieved that goal. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. Do you believe that you can achieve that? Now mm -hmm. let's write it down and then let's start saying it. Yes. That's the money chat mantras. That's money chat. Mm -hmm. So that's why at the end of each chapter, there are mantras. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love those affirmations because like you said, it, there's power in our tongue. Oh and my if God. we and if we can't if we can't see it visually, see it yeah. in our spirit, see it visually, yeah. believe it. What do we what do you pray for? What do you ask God for? Right. What do you you know what I'm saying? And then also, right. how do you put legs to the vision if you don't write it down? That's right. right. You and, gotta put legs to the vision because things aren't just gonna happen. A, because we think it, there has to be a process, but you got to get to the point where you can see the big first and then you can start mapping goals with it and then aligning some action steps in order to accomplish it. And how can God give it to you if you can't see it for yourself? Absolutely. That's that's that mindset. Got to change that mindset. We had a, a speaker come to our church one day. He said, if... God were to come at and say, <laughs> tell me exactly what you need to be free so that you can do whatever I ask you to do. Would you be able to tell him? Mm. Like, do you know what your net worth is? Do you know mm -hmm. what your total liabilities are? Could you even answer the question? Like, could, could you, you answer say, the question? Could you say, yeah, I need X, Y, Z. And then I know I could be free enough and I can just go do whatever. That's go on right. a mission trip, but do whatever. Whatever your goal is. Whatever that goal is. So I, I, I love that you start off with having a vision. And I think yeah. that is, that's going to also help you reframe some of the thinking that you have. Mm. Because if you can't see it and you can't believe it, then that also tells you a deeper area where you need to go in order to unfold. Okay, so why are you stuck here? I agree. And it also helps you combat the things that other people are going to say to you about the vision. Because yes. you're going to nine times out of 10 share it or you'll be in general conversation and you'll be sharing some things that you're learning about going to the next level. And somebody's going to who doesn't believe who isn't on isn't where you are right now is going That's to right. say something that could kind of knock you off your square. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if you if you know what you know that, you know, they won't be able to do that. Yeah. And, you know, the interesting thing is they can say it very casually. Oh, oh yeah. girl, that ain't nothing. You, you can't do that. Yeah. No, but you have, like you say, you got to know that you know yes. that yes. you want it and you can do it. Yeah. yeah. I a love very that. strong connection to your why. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you have a strong connection to your why. Back to what you're saying about making sure that your daughter saw another way, saw a better way. Yeah. And yeah. Um, with that, how did that prompt you to also start all these other businesses like work work let me read it right because i'm gonna get workspace, workspace spark. spark well let me just say so the workspace spark is three years old mm -hmm. and um there's a lot of lessons in that mm -hmm. uh starting another business um there are a lot of lessons in that uh, and, and part of it is as an entrepreneur we have a lot of ideas dreams and goals mm -hmm. we have a lot of talents mm-hmm and so it could lead us to start businesses or um, new projects without realizing that it's going to take your time, your money, and your energy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Come on and speak yeah. the truth so, now. <laughs> so this is the thing about serial entrepreneurship. I know we're not, this is not. <laughs> no, no, we're going there. I tell no, you. Yeah, this no, no, we're going there. That's the, <laughs> let me tell That's you. definitely I, on topic. 
I coach entrepreneurs at every level from startup to mid to scale. And one of the key things, and this goes for me too, when you start a new project, when people talk about serial entrepreneurship, I want everybody to understand that you really should not start a new project until the current business that you have, either you have a team in place to run that business or you have money to hire some folks mm -hmm. because you have to remove yourself. If you are still running that business, even if you have people in place day to day, you will not have time for a new project, for a new business. Mm -hmm. Because these are not business. I don't care what anybody says five hours a week. No, these are not those types. That I don't I don't even know of those types of businesses. <laughs> because nine times out of ten, by the time somebody's teaching you how to only spend five hours a week in your business, they've already spent 10 years in theirs getting to that point right so the thing about serial entrepreneurship is you start a new project when a whole team or somebody else is going to run the current one then you can devote your time energy and money and that other business if you're going to keep it and not sell it should be paying its own bills and paying you because you have to pay the person that's going to replace you as you go off into your new venture so that's just a little sidebar. I know. Everybody. Oh, that's good. <laughs> sidebar. Those are some jewels. <laughs> that's really something that a lot of people need to know. And we've been through that. Not only yeah. starting a new business, but starting just smaller pro projects within your business. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's a framework and we Put don't have time down. to get into it today. But yeah. there is a framework to follow to know whether or not you should start a new business or not or mm. start the idea it's a, it's determining its profitability mm -hmm. and how long it will take yeah so. yeah i'm glad you said what you said about serial entrepreneurship because and and you mentioned you got ahead of yourself but you didn't because in the pursuit of financial independence that's what we hear Mm -hmm. It's in social mm -hmm. media. It's, it's all over the place. Is that you have to have multiple streams of income. Yes. So everybody is trying to have these varying streams of income, which I am not against. No. Nope. People want to do real estate. They want to have a yeah. business. They want to do yeah. all these different things. Yeah. And entrepreneurship is is you know the, on the path yes. of that um of those income streams. But then people get to a point where they actually feel stretched financially. Yes. Trying to keep all the pieces together. Yes. They're financially strapped. Their personal finances are strapped because they're trying to do put money here to this business and, and mm -hmm. keep this business afloat. But then but they want to start another business. And, and so they have all these different things. And they're trying to keep everything together. And like you, you kind of gave the formula for it. But do you see that? Have oh, people that every, are coming to you all, and so all the time. I got a call not too long ago and they're like, OK, Dorothea, I want to do this. I said, okay, but what about the business you have right here? You know, what are you going to do with that? So we're going to work together to determine how to how to put take that business and make it secure and set so that they can mm -hmm. start this other mm -hmm. project because it is an opportunity. And right. but they are in a position financially. The other business is profitable. It it makes more than enough money to pay all the team and all the things and pay the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And some of that money can be used to start to fund this along with other things. But the, the key here is you that this person is in a great position. 
a lot of people are not in that kind of position. Mm-hmm. We get a great idea. We we have multiple talents and we think we should act on all of our talents. But that but you have to kind of settle down and temper that a little bit so that you aren't stretched because you'll look up one day and my hand is raised. <laughs> you will look up one day. I tell people this all the time. It's um, I say, you know, during the pandemic and everybody had their feet up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <chilling>. <laughs> I was over here starting a whole new business, working from sun up to sundown. And it's good. It was a great idea. It's a it's going very well, but it is a journey. It's mm-hmm. a journey. And I had to ask myself, like, you did you think this through? Did you really mm. think this through? Because at the end of the day, the idea is not to be working from sun up to sundown. So that's th- right. So it, should, it, it will be a season now. It will be a season. Mm-hmm. There will be a season, but that shouldn't be the goal. You shouldn't be looking at w- 10 years of your life just working sun up to sundown. I was at a conference and I heard someone that I look up to and love say, and she's already successful. She's been working hard that she was on the ground and still on the ground because she's trying to reach a specific goal. But she was like, my head is down, been down for 15 years. And I was just like, whoa. I was like, listen, mm-hmm. as some and, and I mean, of course, you go on your vacations and things, but the idea is not to spend most of your time working. Yeah. It's not why we start these businesses. Ooh. So grindy. you just have to ask yourself mm-hmm. what you want. Yeah, I don't think we take that in consideration. What advice would you give to the person that that's coming to the point from a personal finance standpoint, they mm-hmm. have their nine to five, yeah. but they're trying to start their five, their five to nine as a business. What yes. advice would you give? Absolutely. And this was me. So when I first started out, it was very, people felt like it was always a stigma of still having a job and having a business. It was like, we didn't want to tell people that we worked the job. It was the thing. Now it's popular. But back then, even I was like, someone who had come from being broke, I was like, well, y'all go ahead with that. I have a lifestyle now. I don't mm-hmm, ever want to mm-hmm, be broke again. And I am mm-hmm, not going to quit mm-hmm. my job to prove to you that I'm a true entrepreneur. Because right. I'm not going to pay any of these bills and feed any of my kids. Mm-hmm. So or provide my, my advice. Okay. <laughs> my advice is that you keep your day job. And I know I have friends who walked clean away from their day mm. job, never looked back, and they were successful. I'm just here to tell you that is an outlier and not the norm. I also have people who walked away and had to go back, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let your day job fund the business. That let part. your day job fund the business. You can Because mm-hmm. it's easier to run your business after work when you know you can still pay your bills and you also yeah. need money i don't care what anybody says you are going to need more than 500 dollars to start and run and grow a successful business absolutely you just really are and so you you take the money that you're making keep your insurance be able to put a roof over your head and your family and then you run your business on the side but let me say this one business not three not two not four not five you work a job you run one business and you focus like crazy on that business. All your extra time, energy, and money goes mm-hmm. to that one business. Mm-hmm. Not 
real estate or like me, I was selling candles. I was cleaning. I was doing all the things. That's not it because you're stretching too far. One job and one business be known for that. And then eventually the money you make in that business will make more than your job. If you're strategic. Yes. If you're strategic. That's excellent yeah. because we have clients and their goals are to run a business. Yeah. And they're working and working and want to know, how can I do this? Some want to just quit. So yeah. to hear your journey, yeah, it's, a, it's really something for them to consider. We work with them and position them so yeah. that they can be best poised to either stay and or continue to work while they are, you know, preparing yeah. and setting up their business. But it's okay. Give yourself some grace and let, yes. I love the way you say it. Somebody got to pay your bills. Yes. Yes. And when we think yes. about medical insurance, insurance. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Stay on your job until your business can carry that. Until yeah. your business can carry it. And don't be ashamed about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be mm -hmm. honest about the life you want to live. Yeah. You can't. I'm sorry. I know everybody's in chill mode and everybody's like, don't work hard. <laughs> But you can't grow a business that pays your bills and chill. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't yeah. happen. Mm -mm. So after work, you have to get with your family, get with everybody and say, okay, these are my days. I'm going to work on my business. Saturdays and Sundays, you know, after church, you, you got to get busy. I know you all can attest to it. It oh, just, yeah. that is what it takes. That is what it takes. Yeah. So you have to be honest about what you're really willing to do to make it happen. And please don't believe that you can work on your business for five hours a week, especially not at the beginning and it be successful. It just, it's not possible. That's why you only, you don't want to have so many things going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. You're right. I've experienced that. My husband and I had a property business when we were still living in the North and I worked a nine to five corporate yeah. management responsible for hundreds of people, all of that. Go home, take off that business suit, <laughs> put on them blue jeans. <laughs> go check on those go, properties. <laughs> go deal with those properties. But, you know, after a while, it became, okay, we need to make a decision here. Yeah. We need to make a decision. Yeah. So I retired from corporate. Let me concentrate over here. And that was great for us. And as a result of the housing market, please, uh, we, <laughs> we just sold them all. Because oh, nice. it was time and they had appreciated. It was the and best so we got, time. We got all of our value out and then we went on to the next phase of our life where now yes. we, we can kind of just, we can chill. Relax. Now. Yeah, we can chill <laughs> now. And he works because he wants to work. But you are right. Oftentimes you still need that nine to five. Yeah. If your business hasn't grown. Yeah, if your business hasn't grown to where it can sustain your lifestyle, your yeah. desired lifestyle, you yeah. need that. Yeah, yeah, until it does. Mm -hmm. Are there mm -hmm. any other common uh, financial pitfalls that you think budding entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs should avoid? One of the key reasons why it's important that you know how to manage your personal finances as you go into a business is because you heard us talk about the fact that sometimes you got to go into your personal money, mm -hmm. yeah. oftentimes to, to cover expenses. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what's there or if you don't know how to manage you're not going to do well in managing the finances in your business. You just mm -hmm. aren't. Mm -hmm. it, it, you're going to take those same bad habits from your personal finances into your business. The other piece of it is you definitely need to know how 
I know we talk about this. We all sound like broken records, but it's so real <laughs> and it's still happening. You need to know how to separate that personal and that business. Absolutely. Yeah, you I, do. I'm telling you, it, the IRS will come and they will audit you 10 years later. Yes, they And will. they will say, yes, they hey, will. it doesn't look like you have a business here. Mm -hmm. Hey, mm -hmm. all those deductions that you took, oh, they don't right. qualify anymore. You mm -hmm. owe us twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to show that you are operating a true business. And, and what you definitely want to do is, let's say you need to take money out. Pay yourself in the form of oh, an owner's draw if you're an LLC. Right. Pay, and I'm not a tax person. Just been at this a little while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talk to your tax person. Talk to your tax person. <laughs> take your owner's draw, put it into your personal account, and then pay your personal bills. Yes. I'm telling you, I, I got reached out to me. To work with me on business coaching and he had just sold a some kind of franchise mm -hmm. and he told me he said sometimes there are expenses in there from buying products for the business and then you'll see something for target and i was like what i was like no 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 you can't mm -hmm. i'm telling you and, and you may a lot of times we're busy we're, we've got a lot going on we're trying to run businesses yeah. mm -hmm. but yeah. you have to be set up so on solid ground in the beginning make sure you've got your quickbooks or whatever accounting mm -hmm. software that mm -hmm. you want to use it's all automated now it makes things very easy but this is why a lot of people could not take advantage of the ppp loans mm -hmm. and all the things that was free money that they forgave because they did not have their books in order they couldn't tell which way was up you know mm -hmm. what they had paid for you know they're paying their car notes out of their business accounts mm -hmm. and you can't show that to anybody trying to go get a loan so right that that is that is definitely one of the things the other thing that i would say is when you know how to manage money um you can hold your professionals your tax and accounting your bookkeeper you know the questions to ask mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. can look at things and tell if something's off or ask questions about and that kind of thing mm -hmm. it right. allows you to have some accountability as well I think commingling funds has caused a lot of people to get in a lot of trouble, not only with respect to the IRS, but just in a lot of the trouble. You don't know how much you're putting there. You don't know how much yeah. it's supposed to be here. And yeah. so, yeah, that, that's that's a very good word to say. And then also, mm -hmm. if you are going to apply for different professional certifications like minority business or oh, my goodness, business and stuff like that, they want to know your whole life story. And the process that they take you through for your financial yeah. statements and all of yeah, that. Yes. yes. You need to have all of that in order for yes. you to even become certified. Yes. And the grants. So I've done. Right. A couple yes. I won the Fearless Fund top grant. Yes. And they asked to see your information. But I also um, did Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses, which is an amazing mm -hmm. program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you and when you have your stuff in order, it the access, you don't know. What's on the other side of that access? I had no idea. People had told me how wonderful the program was and I knew it was something I needed to do, but it wasn't until I was in there that I understood. I tell mm -hmm. people all the time, it's not until you get your have a seat at the table. There's some stuff you won't find on YouTube, in books, anywhere until you have a seat at the table. And mm -hmm. those programs, having a seat at the table in those programs puts you next to people who are yeah. doing things that you want to do. You yes. have advice for your business, can see things for your business mm -hmm. that you can't see. But mm -hmm. it all starts with having yourself financially solid enough to show yes. where you are, to show your finances. 
and you don't have to be uh, making a, a net this grand net revenue. A lot of it is based on the gross revenue. Mm-hmm. Which is before you pay all your bills, because sometimes mm-hmm. when you look mm-hmm. at that net figure, right, right, you don't really want to show right. nobody that, <laughs> <laughs> right. But but they look at your gross. There's a lot of things you don't know when you operate in a silo, and having access to these programs for your business mm-hmm. takes you out of that silo and into a community. But you never get your seat at the table if you can't submit paperwork that makes sense. That's it. Wow. And That's I think it. don't be afraid. To go and get someone to help you. Yes. Keep those papers. Yes. You, you, you're an entrepreneur. You don't know yeah. everything about everything. You can't. Yes. QuickBook is great. There yeah. are attorneys who will work with you. Just you don't just the whole idea of don't be afraid and don't, don't be, be afraid. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a business coach. I've been business coaching for many, many years. I have a business coach for both businesses. When mm. I started the subscription box business, I didn't know. I knew coaching. I know co- coaching like the back of my head. Mm. Hand. But that subscription box world, I didn't know anything about it. So part of my research was to get a coach because I said, I'm, I'm going to practice what I preach. I know enough to get somebody at the ground floor mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to save me from making mistakes, yeah. more mistakes. I did make some mistakes, but mm-hmm. it saved me from making a lot of mistakes. I probably, if I didn't have a business coach from the moment I opened that subscription box, we would not still be in business because mm-hmm. I was going down a road that my business coach, and he's from Ireland. He was like, mm, that's not going to make any money. <laughs> I said, well, thank you. I know <laughs> that's right. <laughs> thank you for telling me now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so you're absolutely right. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. I love all the gems that you share. Oh, as you, the, the coach is in you and it just exudes. You, that's that's just yeah. who you are. <laughs> that is thank just you. who you are. And I thank you for just sharing your story and reminding us about having vision, yeah. being able to believe what we seek. So yes. you are out there and you're working your nine to five, but God has given you this vision. Get it on yeah. paper. Believe yeah. what you see and put some legs to it and be willing yes. to do the work. You got to do the work. Be willing to also work. to make the investment. Yes. You got to do the work and you have to be willing to make the investment. And then you also have yes. to be willing to have somebody teach yes. you, train you, coach you. So yes. that you aren't slipping into some pitfalls and so that you can be profitable. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I just say mm-hmm. one more thing? You just hit on something that I made a mistake about. You said make the investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I'm smart. <laughs> I know how to figure it out. I'm going to read the book and I'm going to do everything they say in the book because I don't have $3,000 to work with somebody. I don't have $5,000 to work with somebody. But I'm going to tell you, the when I finally spent the money, mm-hmm. you know, I had business coaches, you know, you pay monthly. But when I finally dropped a couple, a few thousand on a coaching program, it mm-hmm. changed my view, my business, my world dramatically. And I'm not pitching anything. Like we're all coaches. Mm-hmm. We have clients. Mm-hmm. But I, I just want you all to know, take the $2,000, buy the course. Mm-hmm. Like, find, of course, make sure they're reputable. Make sure you believe in them. Absolutely. But if Absolutely. they can walk you through and change the way your business looks like this, mm-hmm. Because you took a $2,000, five, six, eight week program. And I know you all know the same. Mm-hmm. I, I know a little bit about your experience, mm-hmm. but I, for years, I chased my tail and went in circles. 
because, but I could have avoided all that if I had just sat down and just paid the money, went on the retreat, did the thing, my business would have been in a whole different place quicker. Yeah, that's our that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's our story. We were the same yeah. place, spinning yeah. around, chasing our tail. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it this way. We're going to do it that yep. way. This is what we're yep. about. No, this is who our client is. No, our client is this. No, this yep. is what God said. No, this is what God. We did all the, all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Until you're right. Until we actually had a coach that allowed you to sit down and streamline and look at who you are, who you want to serve, how you want to serve it. And it sounds simple, but it's not that simple when Uh, you're trying to figure it out yourself. And when you don't know which piece to go where you have all the it's it's a jigsaw it's like you have a jigsaw puzzle you see all the pieces you get a glimpse of what the image is supposed to Mm be but the coach helps you put all of those pieces together strategically so that you ultimately will see the 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 vision absolutely have for yourself it gives you clarity you are right and then it gives you the opportunity to move forward but one thing that you have to do you need that coach but you got to be careful because sometimes you can align yourself with someone who is a coach, have a yes. program, but it's yes. not necessarily the one for you. It's not the one for you. You've paid yes. the money, but it's not the one for you. So you'll come out of there yeah. and sometimes you'll be regretful. Well, you know, yeah. I didn't yeah. don't give up. Right. Don't give up. Find the one that's yes. for you. Vet them out. Yes. yes. Take the gym. Whatever, yeah. whatever it was, don't look at it as a loss. Because yeah. I'm sure you got something right. out of it. Yeah. yeah. Take, take the one gym, the two gyms, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. here, now since we got on this subject, but are you going to do the work? Do the work. Yes. What did I yell at yes. You yes. do the work. Because do the work. A, a good coach, you're going to have to do some work because it takes yes. doing the work in order for you to get to where you need to be. Yes. And a yeah. lot of times we'll feel that the coach isn't for us or the coach isn't working. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we haven't gotten to the place where we actually are going to sit there and do do the work, the work. That's right. Yeah. So, so part of you it didn't is do the work. You. Work. That's right. It would be it would be right where it was when you started. Absolutely. Thank you again. This, this is great. Is great. This yeah, is great. I love this. So, you know, the goal of this podcast is to energize our audience with wisdom to manage money confidently, live life purposefully and build wealth intentionally. Mm-hmm. And we believe that there is double protection with mm-hmm. wealth and wisdom. Amen. So the question that we have for you is, what does wealth and wisdom mean to you? Wealth and wisdom means freedom to me. Mm-hmm. It means freedom to uh, buy as I want, give as I want, and travel as I want. And support my family and friends as I want. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what wealth and wisdom means to me. I love that. It, she said freedom. But as you're continuing to say what it means to you, it's not all for you. It's for giving. Yeah. It's for your family. It's for yeah. your friends. It's for sharing. It, and that's and that's important. And to be able to uh, have the money so that God can use me to do that. There you go. Yeah. That has that has been a lifelong goal and it, I've been blessed to be able to do that. Which Thank is why even to that end in the giving, it's moneychatbook.com and I put a lot of bonuses in here because I wanted people 
to know that you can do this. You can buy one book. There's a lot that you can accomplish with the book. You might not feel like you have the money for whatever else you need. But if you read this book and get the help, you'll be able to do some things as far as getting on solid ground, getting your credit fixed, getting out of debt, paying off some debt, having a plan and a strategy. So everyone who buys the book, there are, if you go to moneychatbook.com, there are bonuses that you get just for purchasing the book. Mm -hmm. But when you read the book, there are more <laughs> surprises within the pages. At, at the end of every chapter is an assignment because back to what you said, doing the work, but it's yes. easy stuff. It's easy stuff that will get you on a, on track financially. So mm -hmm. at the end of every chapter is an assignment and also your money chat mantra. So mm. these are the things that you're going to mm. say to yourself to keep yourself uplifted and empowered so that you can move forward on your financial journeys. Available oh. everywhere you buy books, Target, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, wherever you buy books, you can get money chat. The bonuses you get through the website. So once you get the book, you come back and you put your order number in and you get access to the page that has all the bonuses for you. Why don't you let us know how folk can reach you? Absolutely. So you can reach me. Please visit my website, DorotheaKelly.com. Mm -hmm. And I am at Dorothea Kelly on all social media. So everything is right there. And, <laughs> and I answer personally. <laughs> oh, yes. Good. Thank you again. Well, as we like to do on every episode, we want to seal what we've discussed here with wisdom from the word. Philippians chapter one, verse six says, and I am convinced and sure of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ, right up to the time of his return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you. And this is the Amplified Version. Remember, family, seeing and believing that God is doing a work in you is the only way to achieve success. Choose to surrender, trust his process, and forge ahead with him leading. Step by step, he will guide you until you reach your destiny. Become your own CFO and continue to do all the things that we discussed here. Apply all the gems that we shared here so that you have your personal finances in order as you begin to seek entrepreneurship. Don't grow weary in your well-doing, knowing that he who's begun a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We are your financial auntie and your big sister. And our end goal for you is always financial success with fulfillment and wealth on your terms. As you trust God, trust yourself and trust the process. Bye for now and continue to tap into the advantage of wealth and wisdom together. family if you would like to support us please make sure to hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episode and if you found this episode valuable please share it with your friends and family on social media don't forget to follow and like us on instagram and facebook at wealth wisdom together your support means the world to us and helps us to continue to provide great content for you 
Thank you for listening and look forward to another great episode next week.